it's me again and today i am back with another episode and this time i actually planned something okay so this isn't from the top of my head i actually sat down took some time to write to do some research to compose what i will will be saying in this episode okay so today we are going to talk about uh, psychological thrillers mystery and disturbing films and books so disclaimer um first of all first above anything else um disclaimer this voice file will have mentions of drugs and alcohol abuse rape multiple types of assault psychological triggers and spoilers so please 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 leave if you must okay so dark themes i think people eat them up because the characters in these films or books they're connected to us in some way uh, you know the little voice wondering what would happen if you push the knife against your stomach when you're washing the dishes or uh, when you're in some place high up, there's a thought telling you to jump or not. When you're angry, maybe violence had crossed your mind. When you're sad, you might have thought about doing not-so-good things. Okay, sometimes we randomly imagine scenarios where maybe you're confronting the people you hate, maybe you're trash-talking them, throwing your decency out of the window, uh, telling them their faults straight up, making them realize how shitty they are from your point of view. So these these little little um, humane fragments, these little morally corrupt ideas in our heads, I think they are pleased when we are exposed to dark themes. It's like it's like being a frustrated dancer and meeting someone who dances the same style you dance. It's in writing it's like being a writer all your life and meeting someone who made a piece you were afraid of making. Okay, so I'm 80% sure that while you were watching a true crime documentary before, you might have wondered if you might do the same things that the people there did. Whether you end up with, no, I'd never do that, or with, uh, I might just resort to that. The bottom line is that you put it into consideration. That being said, I chose six books and films that I find chillingly, disturbingly interesting. Okay, another disclaimer, another warning, it's not for the faint-hearted. So again, if you feel like you might not make it through this whole audio recording, please feel free to go with what your gut tells you. These films and books I chose, they will make you question humanity. They are hard to comprehend, they might make you gag and cry. But if you're gonna choose to be very, very, very open-minded, then sit back and enjoy the ride. Let's get through these what-the-fuck works of art. We are going hard with the first one, just so you know what you're in for. So first on our list is The Big Head by Edward Lee. The Big Head, uh, it's a novel under the horror subgenre Splatterpunk. It is distinguished by its graphic, often gory depiction of violence, countercultural alignment, and hyper-insensitive horror with no limits. That's what the internet says. So if you're into hardcore horror, you should search Splatterpunk and read some works under that subtype of horror. 
So these books, they were made to make you cringe in the baddest way possible. Anyway, the big hit. I've only read the first few chapters and as for the rest, I scanned through them because it's, well, I didn't want to spend precious time into going through horrific detail after horrific detail. I won't tell the whole story, but I'll name a few scenes and give like a rough overview. So the big head tells the story of two pretty girls from the big city coming to visit one of their aunts in the countryside. Um, they encounter the big head. So he really is a character. The big head, I don't know what he is. Is he human? I don't know. Is he an alien? I don't know. I don't think it's mentioned either, even though I didn't read it fully. But he's big. He has a big head, of course, has a big dick, big arms, a gigantic, okay? And he spends his time killing, eating brains, drinking piss, and raping, to sum it up. The story starts with him sexually abusing a girl till death. Other characters include the aunt, which the who the girls um, come to visit, and a priest who later on becomes the love interest of one of the girls. This big head's dick, it's not Wattpad, okay? It really is big, like deadly big. Like rip you apart, rip you open, big. So some disturbing scenes known from the book are one. Okay, one. A man performs intercourse using an elderly woman's colostomy hole for a vagina. Okay, I've read it. It's in the early chapters and it made me fucking sick, of course. The number two. Big head rapes pregnant woman. The pregnant woman goes into labor and delivers a baby during the rape. The big head eats the baby. Number three, dream sequence in which the priest is fisted by one nun while another performs fellatio. Afterwards, one of the nuns urinates in the, in the priest's mouth. Okay, there are a lot, but I only chose these random three. But... I'm gonna fucking warn you right now, there are a lot. And those I've mentioned, they aren't even like the highlighted disturbing scenes. Like there are more scenes you might find equally disturbing or maybe more disturbing. So that's all. Next on our list, if you are still listening, is the cannibal holocaust. Of course. Of course, it has to be in this list. So the name already gives an idea of what it's about if you're not familiar with the film. I'm 70% sure that you are given that it's famous in the horror genre of movies. Uh, anyway, the story is about a university professor in anthropology who goes to the Amazon to lead a rescue mission for three prior characters who entered the jungle and never came back. Again, I'm not gonna state the plot in case you might want to watch, but scenes include graphic violence and gore. Uh, a lot of naked bodies, too. One includes a tribesman murdering his wife for adultery by stuffing mud and rocks into her... into her... vagina. There's also an amputation scene, and other scenes include, of course, cannibalism, where people eat people, basically, and no, not in the Wattpad erotica way. Uh, another very, very known scene from the movie is the infamous turtle scene. 
It's where the group kills a turtle by decapitating it and slicing through its insides. It's very graphic, it's very gory, and you know how? And do you know why it's controversial? It's controversial because the turtle was real. Not only that, but it's also the fact that it wasn't just one turtle. They had to reshoot, of course, until they had the scene perfected. Which means that uh, I don't know how many takes it took for the for the production team to be able to perfect that scene, but that's one dead turtle for each shoot. So all animals killed in the film really were killed and the director had to face charges for it. Next on our list is Lords of Chaos. So, Lords of Chaos tells the story of a 17-year-old Euronymous who plays in a black metal band called Mayhem. At the beginning of the story, their lead singer quits, so they had to recruit a new one named Dead. So, yes, Dead. He, he, the man's name is Dead, as in Dead Dead, like not alive Dead, not breathing Dead. So this dead dude, he's one fucked guy. Like first of all, during their live shows, he cuts himself and sings while he is bleeding. Uh, he also throws a pig's head at some posers, like a real dead pig's head. And not only that, but he also has a dead crow inside a paper bag which he sniffs. Uh, so he smells this dead bird from time to time as if, as if it were an inhaler. We can assume that he likes the smell of death. Yeah. So eventually, this dead commits suicide by shooting himself in the head after cutting his arms and throat. The next scenes involve the iconic series of church burnings. Uh, so there are graphic uh, scenes of church buildings being burned. Also, there's depiction of Satanism here uh, a lot, actually. The, in fact, the whole movie uh, shows Satanism. Now, this is where I got chills from. If you're not Norwegian, nor familiar with the Varg church burnings, you might be hearing this story from a fresh point of view, like me when I first watched it. So it turns out that the film was based on true events, and the film is actually a historical fiction account of the early 1990s Norwegian black metal scene told from the perspective of Mayhem's co-founder, Euronymous. So you can research further into that, long story short, whatever you watch, if you choose to watch this, it's actually based on true events. Moving on to the next one. So the next one is a film entitled Breathe In. So this Breathe In, this is actually the lightest one here in this podcast. Especially if you found me through the Orange app and read similar books as to the ones I write, you've surely been exposed to homewrecker and age gap things. So Breathe In is an indie film which tells the story of a foreign exchange student who is taken under the wing of a family of three. So it is composed of the mother, the teenage daughter, and the music teacher father. Long story short, the student, who is a young Felicity Jones, forms an affair with the father. So I like this film because there's nothing sexual about it. No less, no nothing. You see, the Miss Felicity Jones has a passion for playing the piano. 
the father has a dream of becoming a famous musician which he put aside for a family. Their bond is formed through mutual interest for something. I, you know what? I, I don't even recall. I can't even recall if they even kissed. I'm not saying the ending, but yeah, if you want something light and intriguing, go watch it. Uh, you know, I squealed when I saw a young Matthew Dodario. He's there, by the way, and looking fine as fuck as a high school student. On to the next. So, the next one is a movie named Stoker. So, Stoker is the second to least disturbing I'm putting here because I believe it deserves recognition. Go check it out. Mind the cinematography and you'll see what I mean. It's a pretty film. It was filmed... It was made to be attractive. Uh, it really is attractive, like you should appreciate the cinematography of this film. It centers around an 18-year-old who, after her father dies, meets an uncle who came from out of nowhere. Long story short, incest. No, there is no sex involved. However, there is a famous piano scene full of tension. They're not fucking, but you feel like they are. I guess. I have mixed opinions on the actress who played the 18-year-old girl, actually. There are scenes where she doesn't look 18, where she looks 30 instead, and, they, and there are scenes where she looks younger than 18. And the actress was in her mid-20s when they shot, I think. Also, the uncle is Matthew Good, and I swear to God, while watching the movie, you'll find yourself staring at that man's eyes too many fucking times. He's a pretty attractive man, especially in this film. His character was made to be charming and charismatic, but also creepy. And I can say that Matthew did a good job. The last one on this episode is a Serbian film. A Serbian film. So, the film has been banned in Spain, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, Malaysia, Singapore, and Norway and was temporarily banned from screening in Brazil. This is... I haven't watched it fully yet, but I've read the plot and felt like crying. I felt like puking. Okay, recalling it now just to talk about it in this podcast has my eyes watering. You might have heard about it, you might have not heard about it. If you have, you'd know exactly why this is on the list and why I put it here. For last, if not, then let me tell you. I'm again not saying the plot, but the film is inclusive of graphic depictions of rape, pedophilia, necrophilia, and very, very, very fucking absurd morbidity. In other words, this is the most fucked among all fucked. I don't know if it's more fucked than the big head or equally fucked. But basically, the story is about a retired male porn actor. When things get tough and he is in need of money, he gets back into the industry. So he is offered a deal by a filmmaker, a lot of money for him to do his his sex things, to put it simply. This movie has a lot of twists. Like, seriously, twists that you did not see coming and twists that you hope they got wrong but it's not wrong they that's really how they wrote the story and you will find yourself wishing that 
that's not what how things happen but it is how things happen and you might cry you might gag you might feel sick i don't know at least one of those three if you're a normal human being so anyway uh the last twist in the end is enough to traumatize you i'm sure of it i'm not gonna go into full detail and i don't want to spoil but the protagonist does something to his son and his son i think is like below 10 years old let your mind do the assuming okay let your mind do the predicting so scenes other scenes include rape then decapitate uh and a woman having her teeth ripped out and suffocation through a blowjob and a penis into an eye socket and a lot more things i didn't even mention the most disturbing highlights yet so caution okay great caution if you decide to watch the movie or if you decide to search the title on wikipedia and read the whole plot in detail that's all i have for today i hope you found this interesting actually i have a lot more um dark themed books and films but i only chose six for now I am in no way supporting what the characters did, by the way, not even encouraging anyone to partake into some fucked up business. This is simply a review for dark themes I've come across, uh, specifically six of them, the six I mentioned. Uh, anyway, I hope you have a nice day or night, and good luck on whatever you need luck for, and never forget that you are amazing. Keep safe, wear a mask. Um, stay inside if you don't need to go out, okay? Bye!